0: Hello and welcome to another plane truce and today we're going to be talking about pilot incapacitation. Joining me today is the legend that is Captain Al. Hi Captain Al.
1: Hi Matt, how are you doing?
0: Yes, I'm good, thank you. Yes, I survived another week as they say.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's <laughs> all we <laughs> you can and do. me both. Yeah, absolutely, it's all we can do at the moment. Now, I'm, I'm going to say that the phrase to you here, uh, what happens if the pilot ate the fish? <laughs> so uh really i want to know in the event of an incident uh what what happens basically if you, uh, either the captain or the co-pilot uh the uh, first officer uh, is taken ill uh what what are the procedures involved in that i mean presumably uh, there's two people in the cockpit for a reason
1: absolutely you've hit the nail on the head so we'll just play the opening sorry end titles and away we go right no, there's <laughs> a little bit more to it than that um so yeah uh Two pilots uh, as a minimum uh, to largely uh, mitigate the effects that you've just talked about, which is one of the pilots becoming incapacitated. Now, as it so happens, people tend to think about things like heart attacks, which are obviously pretty serious. Let's not belittle that. But it's actually food poisoning is the most common cause for incapacitation. And it's not a myth. We do eat separate meals. so. For airlines that provide catering, you will be provided some form of menu or selection, and the two pilots or three pilots, if there are more than two. Occasionally, there are four, but we'll keep it simple. The pilots will choose individual meals, so there'll be very little crossover. Now, it may be that one pilot might have the chicken curry and one pilot might have the roast chicken, but those. Food production lines are entirely separate and will almost certainly be made on different days, maybe in different facilities. So if we have a pilot who becomes incapacitated, then assuming that uh, they are still alive, that pilot will take no further part in the operation of the flight. They may well remove themselves from the flight deck, or if necessary, be removed and the other pilot will take over. Now, it's probably fair to say that aircraft of a large size, a bit like the one behind me, if you're viewing this on YouTube, are designed for two-pilot operation. But it's perfectly safe for one pilot to operate the aircraft. And indeed, it's something that we practice as part of our recurrent SIM checks. So, the important thing to realize is that There's always going to be at least two pilots available. And we take a lot of measures to prevent pilots from becoming ill. So I've talked a little bit about food preparation. There are also guidelines to pilots with regards to, say for example, not eating uh, shellfish prior to a duty. We all know that shellfish can be a little bit dodgy in certain times of the year. if they're not kept well, if they're fresh, or indeed if they're not uh, managed well if they're frozen. So High risk foods we attempt to eliminate before duties. Uh, generally speaking, most airlines encourage their staff to eat the airline prepared food. So try to avoid uh, the catering facilities in the airport and uh, to try to have fairly good food hygiene whilst on board. We do occasionally have, unfortunately, pilots who become incapacitated due to medical conditions, like a heart attack. So of course the cabin crew will deal with trying to preserve life. Um, And as I said, two pilots, one perfectly capable of operating the airplane on their own. So in, in that instance,
0: say somebody has been uh, incapacitated, would then, if for, let's say, for example, it's the captain, so it's the captain that's been taken poorly. The first officer obviously now assumes command of, of the vessel, for want of a better word. Uh, uh, would yeah. they need to stay where they are and stay in the right seat, or would they need to move into the captain's seat?
1: That's a really, really good question. Uh, they would stay where they are because it would be akin to someone who drives a vehicle with a uh, right-hand drive suddenly just throwing themselves into the other seat and trying to work out exactly where everything is. So when we are checked by the airline in the sim, uh, most of us will be checked in our chosen seat. So a captain will be in the left, a co-pilot in the right. So no, there's no seat shuffling if a pilot becomes incapacitated. Stay where you are.
0: So uh, the, the other question, and the reason why I suppose I'm asking that is because I know obviously at our two hundred we were very lucky that we all went to go and have a go in a, the 737, didn't we, over at, in yes. in Putney there. Uh, now, one of the things I do remember from sitting in the captain's seat to be, you know, the one in charge, is there was a certain little wheel that you had to use in order to steer um, the, the vehicle once it was on, on the tarmac. So, I mean, what would happen there?
1: OK, so on Boeing's... Uh, as the 737 is, you can have a tiller for steering the airplane when it's on the ground on both sides of the cockpit. If you pay extra on the Airbus product, it comes as standard. So so if you're traveling on a Boeing (laughs) and the captain becomes incapacitated, probably what will happen is the aircraft will land. Either stay on the runway, or just vacate the runway onto the taxiway. Uh, Because we do have a degree of nose wheel steering with our feet, but it's only a small amount. And then basically the aeroplane would be brought to a halt, and a tug would then be required to tow the aircraft to its final parking position. On an Airbus, uh, the co-pilot has the technical capability to control the aeroplane, to taxi the aeroplane on the ground. Some airlines, however, don't have their first officer's taxi. So it kind of a bit of an insurance aspect. So some airlines allow their first officers to taxi the airplane normally and under abnormal circumstances. Some airlines will say you can only taxi under extreme circumstances. And others will say, okay, no, you just don't taxi the airplane. So uh, many years ago when I worked for Monarch Airlines, Uh, There was one such event where the captain became incapacitated. Uh, It wasn't food poisoning. It wasn't a heart attack. It was some sort of viral event, and he felt pretty unwell, so he actually uh, relieved himself of duty. He walked out of the flight deck with some assistance, sat in row one, and the first officer did a fantastic job, and he landed the aircraft and just brought the aircraft to a halt on the runway, shut the engines down, and they towed the aeroplane off the runway and flaps all around. And, um, yeah, the captain was taken off to and Spent a couple of nights there and uh, made a full recovery.
0: Wow. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, I, I have to ask the question here. Uh, I mean, I presume these are very rare events. I mean, this is perhaps not that, that some uh, first officers and captains perhaps don't experience in their entire career a situation where they end up in charge of the aircraft on their own.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think I've got just around about 14,000 hours of flying now and I have experienced incapacitation once where I had a first officer who about an hour before landing said, look, I just don't feel very well. I'll be okay. So I said, okay, well, I'll speak to you again in about 10 minutes. Just, you know, take a break. See how you feel in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes down the line, he said, I just don't feel well. So okay, no problems. So he just you know push your seat back uh take your headset off and you know I'll, I'll deal with it from here uh obviously we've got the cabin crew to look him he just had a a bug shall we say um it wasn't full-on food poisoning but he he was a bit clammy he just uh, didn't feel quite right so no they're not very common events at all so that's uh well i'm flying out here. so that's one event in 20 years and typically i fly more often than the average person
0: so, uh, you know, obviously from a nervous flyer's point of view, which is what this is, this, uh, these segments are all about, essentially, it is, as you say, perfectly safe for the first officer or the captain to be in charge of, for example, an A320 uh, on their own.
1: Absolutely. I think the key thing to take away is the fact that you have two or more pilots. Right. So from a licensing point of view, we are the same. Typically, the captain will just have more experience. So any of the pilots who are operating pilots have the ability and capability to land the aeroplane on their own. Captain L, thank you.